Okay, everyone, here you go. It's what you wanted. It's what you get. Episode 13 of The Big Guns, No Such Luck. everyone so when last we left we finished up some more uh, moments in our characters lives and moral as the stresses of living in a pretty much lawless town and starting to kind of catch up to folks uh, mag and the big guns are being pressured on all sides by their enemies in the commerce guild although newfound friends of the reclaimers guild might prove to be some sort of lifeline for the struggling mercenary company that hasn't had a lick of work in several weeks uh, Charlie, still kind of maybe scarred by his loss of his supposed friend Smack, started to go on a little dark here and there. Um, his normally kind of clueless, naive comments about life in general definitely taken on a more disturbing tone when viewed from the proper angle. <laughs> we found a little bit more about what the castle refuge might be. Got a few clues scattered around, which would definitely point our characters here in the right track to maybe finding its location for a journey in the future. Otherwise, life is fairly normal. You haven't been, Nobody's been killed in weeks. You did survive a bar fight, killing one of your enemies, with some promise of payback later, but, you know, who doesn't want to PC you guys at this point, right? Bring it. And then we found that while training Yusha, there's been some weird things going on with Tess's glitter girl. Probably just a technical glitch, right? Except for that smell Charlie kept smelling. Hmm. Wonder, well, you know, we got time. We can run a lot of diagnostics, figure out what was going on. Or can we? Because as we were almost killed by an activated, you know, reverse thruster and some pylons going towards people's chest, you happen to notice some smoke on the horizon uh, from the south. I'm sure, it's just a coincidence that uh, Arden Vale has mentioned going to see the farmer Jeb and that he hasn't radioed back to his office all day. Where was Jeff's place again? Oh yeah, it was to the south, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we'll pick back up with our, our group here as they gaze into the horizon and see the pillar of black smoke rising up. Surprisingly thick, even at this distance. 
Ah, oh, damn it. Alright. Looks like we don't have time to solve the problems. Sound the alarm. Everyone load into the Mountaineer. We're riding. So, are you bringing everyone? Uh, yeah. Well, part of Mag's thought process is just that damn fool mixing technology and magic probably just blew something up. It's also, like, things are tense right now, and I think it'd be just a good idea to blow off some steam, so let's get everybody out there and fuck something up. <laughs> oh, that's right, there was one other thing you had noticed. You had checked your, um, one of your first missions was setting up that perimeter sensor defense grid yeah. for Marl. And yeah, there was definitely some movement on the southern border, but they input a code to let it not be flagged. That was weird. Yeah. So somebody came from outside of town in the, at the like right before this all went down, even though they seem to have a code. I mean, is it a coincidence that they tripped the nearest sensor beacon to uh, the Jeb Farmstead? Probably. But coincidences happen all the time, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think Mag was a, a you know initially thought it was uh, a coincidence completely. No, of course not. Fuck that. There are no coincidences. These guys, <laughs> these guys are up to no good. Uh, Mags, how many people can your Mountaineer fit? Because you got a full crew here. I think, I it, I think you specifically it can hold every six, right? Uh, six or seven. I'm, I'm checking it right now. I think the whole reason you had it was because you could bring your entire squad, and I think you're back up to full squad status now. Uh, yeah, I've got five, uh, five extras again, plus Charlie and me. And seven means I need to be able to put seven bodies in there, but I think I can. I believe so as well. Fiacles. Because, I mean, it is is almost an APC. It doesn't call yeah. it that, but... It is essentially what it is. Yeah, uh, there we go. Fix is a thing. So the interior is nice and sparkly new, since it, you had to basically replace most of it after that missile hit. Uh, but I feel like bags probably bought used, so there's, like, patched upholstery. <laughs> it might be some um, bloodstains he missed. The two pilot seats and eight crew members, so I can carry yeah. up to ten in the Mountaineer. Nice. Because it is the Mark II. So everybody grabs their guns, they gear up. They were already kind of on high alert these last few days anyways, because you told them about the uh, your run-in with uh, with Kreese, or Garland Breeze, and um, so they've been ready. So Ward does kind of like, to pull you aside for a second as everybody's filing in. Sir, are you sure we should leave the base undefended? I, uh, I'm actually more comfortable leaving the base undefended than, uh, leaving one member, two members here. Should we, as much as it pains me, contact, uh, Marathi? At least he, he keep an eye on the place. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good idea. And mm. we do have the robot. A as you glance up. over to, like, the open door of the Mountaineer, you see all of your squad members with their finger touching their nose. <laughs> And then you look back to Ward and his is touching his nose. Not it, sir. And he All starts right, filing it. I, I give a Barati a call. Ah, Magnesium Flint. Many greetings. It has been weeks since we have last spoken. Over the drinks that I purchased you. It has been busy time there, Barati. Uh, I have eagerly been waiting a thank you note, but I have not received it yet. It must be lost in Marl's inferior communication systems. Indeed. Uh, actually, I slipped it under your door. You sure you didn't accidentally atomize it with one of your weapons? I tend to not fire them inside the shop, and my door is environmentally sealed. Huh, most curious. Interesting. 
Oh, well, we're I'm assuming one you of those called mysteries. to arrange it. Pardon me. Thank you, Zupat. I believe I spoke over you. Oh, that's it's, it's ter- perfectly fine. I am calling to inform you that we are leaving the base. Uh, and uh, I wanted you to be aware that we may be gone for a little while. And also, if you are available, could you ret- keep an eye on it? Uh, you were the most qualified to use the robot that I've hooked up in the front anyway. Uh, just in case something happens, it would be good to have your assistance in guarding our establishment. Give me a persuasion roll with a plus two. Okay. <clears throat> As you appeal to his vanity and his importance to you in your life. <laughs> he wants he does. to. He does. I, want to believe. I, think, I think part of him knows it's bullshit, but he, he just wants to believe it. It actually is true. He is the most qualified to man the, uh, the robot other than me. Nice uh, so that would be a twelve... I'll take that Which is 12. a success of two raises. Magnesium Flint, rest assured that your business will prosper under my care. I knew I could count on you, Baranti. That's why we're family. We are family. <laughs> I will look again for your note, Eddie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eddie, uh, can't, like, cancels the call. Uh, Mag hastily scribbles thanks on a piece of crumpled paper and goes and jams it into, like, some crack <laughs> near the door of Brody's <laughs> room. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys aren't going to split up, because I know the Mountaineer is quite fast. Uh, yeah, top speed. the Mountaineer's top speed is 120, but he, ch- he usually clocks it back to 60 to, to keep track with her. Which is what I was going to say. Okay. So if you guys want to travel together, you're going to be held to Masuki's pace, not the yeah. Mountaineer's. So while it is only a short 20 miles to the the Jeb farmstead, the Rift's Earth, there are no roads, the terrain is rough, even going at your top speed is difficult to maintain without damaging the vehicle. Normally, the trip down here would probably take a little over an hour, sometimes even two, depending on the, the terrain and the route you go. You can, of course, go dangerous. You can throttle it and hope it doesn't tear up the engines too much or you don't hit a wrong... like jutting rock that you didn't see and flip the thing. So I am going to need piloting rolls, or a drive roll in Mag's case, or whoever's driving the, the Mountaineer, and a piloting roll from Masuki. Uh, it will be made at a minus two, assuming you guys are hurrying. If you don't want to hurry, we don't need to do a roll, it'll just take you about an hour to get to the farmstead. If you succeed on the roll, it'll take you, let's see, you're going around 60 miles an hour, we'll say it'll take you about 30-35 minutes on a success, on a success with a raise, you can get there in 20 minutes. Essentially going the full 60 miles an hour. Can I assist with a survival roll? Everybody can assist with however they can think of. I did not actually mean to roll that because I hadn't, fortunately, I hadn't told you whether I was going yeah. to uh, run or not, but I'll just go ahead and assume that we're running and I'll spend a Benny to re-roll that. You don't have to re-roll it. I mean, you can wait for Charlie to assist you. Yeah, if you don't mind. Um, I'll be kind of in the passenger seat, and I'll quickly bring up the map and start relaying information. It's an 8. Alright, so Charlie, you you got a success with a raise, so you will give a plus 2 to Mags. Test, that will be a success. Uh, With the minus 2, it will not be a success with the raise. So, right now, you're anchoring the party down, assuming Mags does better. Uh, two, it's going to take at least 35 minutes unless you choose to spend a Benny to reroll. 
Let's let's reroll that. I'll spend a Benny. Whoa. There you go, Seth. You got a success of the race. So now Masuki is hauling. Like, you're running full tilt on this thing. Feels good. You've been kind of cramped up inside for the last few days to a week. Uh, but it, you know, it is also a little scary, isn't it? At any time, these things, the thrusters could activate, the the pylons could stick in the ground, but you're hauling it. Alright, Mags, let's get that piloting driving roll from you, if you would, sir. You do get a plus two from Charlie, essentially uh, negating uh, the difficulty. Uh, actually, I negate the, the uh, difficulty two, anyway, anyway, so this is actually a plus four on my roll. But uh, Charlie, with it, I, maybe it was his little trip up to, uh, you know, Lone Star, but he seems a lot better with that map this time. <laughs> so I got a 21. <laughs> uh, Is that with the minus two? Yeah, because I negate the minus two because of my ace edge. I'm, I'm oh, a good right, driver. Yeah. So a few rocks aren't going to slow down Magnesium Flint. And then I get plus two for my uh, for being plugged in and plus two from Charlie. So it's a total of plus four. All right, so we definitely have a, a triple ace. <laughs> a triple ace! Oh, she's in tri triple raise. So I'm going to hand you another card. That oh, yeah. does put you at four, so you will have to discard one of them. Ooh, no. Is it it's the Mags, yeah. card? No, I, I, since that was at the top, and for whatever reason it was showing, I, I dropped uh, it. Uh, yep, nope. Fortunately, it's easy enough that I can just go ahead and throw this one away because it's useless to me. So yeah, just throw it on the table and delete it. Uh, I got a, It's a cool power, but it does. It only works for me, and it has. Oh wait, no, I do. Nah, I don't use it enough. Uh, but basically, I got power surge, which uh, instantly recovers all your power points, but only yours. Like I can't use it on another character, oh. and I don't use my weird science enough for me to replace so, a card with that. So dang. Right. Give me that. Yeah, you've been to the, the Cochran farm at least once, and maybe kind of the same thing for you. You guys have been cooped up in Marl for a while here, for a few weeks, haven't had any action. Maybe that's that, or the open road. Maybe it's the chance to go rescue that dumb elf. But you are in exceptional form when you're driving, despite all the other little worries that are nibbling at your mind about your business and whatever's going on with your most powerful soldier. But... Everyone is doing well, and in 20 minutes, essentially going as fast as the Glitter Girl can go, you make your way south towards the Cochrane Farmstead. And as you get closer, as the miles start to, to shrink, you do see thick columns of black smoke that are kind of like almost coalescing together in the air as what looks like several fires, potentially. Are you going directly to the farmstead? Or are you stopping at any kind of distance out? What is the plan here, folks? Uh, actually, as we get close, uh, I want to try to contact them over the radio. Uh, since we have previously established uh, communication codes with them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's what, I, you know, as, as we're about halfway there, we should be within radio range. I'll just start calling, you know, this is Magnesium Flint calling the... Uh, Cochrane Farm. Please respond, Cochrane Farm. You get static and hissing. That's what I figured, but it was worth a shot. Uh, Mag is totally fine going in guns blazing. Um, unless anyone else has something uh, like wants to approach this with stealth. Charlie's uh, just staring at you with happy dog eyes. 
panting with his little tongue out. <laughs> like, uh, reminding the Charlie, did you have? Did you spend any ISP at the end of last session? Like, did you uh, use any powers? I thought you healed people, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So make sure those are marked out because it has not been an hour yet, so you haven't started regaining anything. Actually, yeah. Another thing about it, because there's that group that came in from outside, and I don't know what the situation is, and Magnesium is very tactical. So he would probably stop beyond a ridge, uh, like, you know, the like right before we come into sight of the farm, and uh, drop off his sniper and try to get up there and see if we can't uh, get eyes uh, on. Somebody in the group can give me a survival roll. I'll do it. I'm good at that. And anybody who wants to assist him can, but as you're planning this, as you're like kind of hauling ass, and you're maybe like 15 minutes into the journey, you're getting close. That's a 10. Uh, yeah, so Charlie with the success in the race, you're pulling up the map, and the area around Morrow is fairly flat, and around the, the area that you remember the Cochrane Farmstead being... It's kind of similar. There's really no ridges or height advantage within sight, even like laser scope sight of the uh, of the farmstead. In fact, any approach to the farm will probably be fairly noticeable if anybody happens to see the dust cloud your vehicles are kicking up or the glitter girl shining in the sun. The terrain mags can like realize is just not conducive to stealth. Yeah. There are, from what you remember, several buildings. Probably what's on fire, but you could try to potentially come in at an angle to maybe be blocked by the building. But that's up to you. But as far as like a good vantage point to stop and really get a, a glimpse and see and possibly drop your sniper off, I mean, Ward does say he's fine going on foot and dropping to his belly, and that flat terrain means he still has a shot. Uh, yeah, no, I think we'll just go wide open, charge, uh, then. I just, you know, it's, the, the, the environment is more conducive to it, and once we hit that flat terrain, we can gun it, and, uh, just fly in there, and that may actually be best, what's best for the situation. Our arrival might distract whatever's going on here for a second. Is it okay with you if I do protection in the car before we're... There, no, because that the duration is less than a minute usually. So okay, it's five rounds. Yeah, you'd have. To, yeah. it'd be hard to calculate how many points you spent while you were sustaining it. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather just wait to go into combat. Okay. I mean, you could definitely cast it before you get out of the mountaineer, because right. you will probably <laughs> be in initiative before getting out of the mountaineer. Because, hmm. <laughs> because oh, yeah. as I said, you're they they have a good chance of seeing you. Yeah. And as Max has decided, you guys just gonna go guns a blaze and yeah. well, I mean, We don't playing. know that this is a combat situation. Most no, likely, just this is smoke. just an innocent accidental fire in every building on the farm. That just sounds like opening GM narration to me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's nothing strange. All right, so let's start getting some things on the map. Uh, I'm gonna say this road here is the north. Cool. So that's like your northern approach. So go ahead and put your set, the vehicle anywhere within these first two squares. It can be like over this field. It can be coming through the, the, the corn here. It can be down the road if you want. So as you're approaching, you do see as you're kind of getting close, 
there's clearly fires raging in the multiple buildings. Uh, you remember the Jeb Farnstead being pretty big. He is, despite his gruff manner, you know that the area around Marl is not very conducive to growing things. Whether it's sheer stubbornness or some kind of mystical skill, he's managed to coax life and crops from this barren area. So he is fairly well-to-do, and his farmstead is quite large. Um, the several buildings he has are all simple, but, you know, in good repair. As he and his rather large family of Jebs and Jebedines and Jebediahs and Jebbies are all working the land. Uh, but they, all those buildings are on fire. The fields that are pictured on this map extend further off, and there are fires already going in that area, too. Anybody, Any more information you want will require some kind of skill check. Can I stick my nose out the window, see if I can smell anything on the wind? You know, sure. burning meat, sulfur, whatever. Yeah, and I'm going to do a scan with the sensor suite. Smart idea. That's a six, the notice roll. Uh, Charlie, we'll say with the notice roll, like you got there, you don't pick out anything particular because there's just so much burning. Yeah. Uh, you smell burning tobacco, burning corn. You can't pick out any more detail than that. Okay. Um, this roll will be at a plus two because I'm plugged in. Show, that would be uh, a success with a raise. Yeah, that's an eight. I'll leave it at that. So you're scanning, and like the computer's trying to filter out the things that should be there. Obviously, thermal bloom is just huge. Like looking at it through this thermal spectrum is just a mess. But it does detect uh, eight life forms, roughly human size. Uh, where? Uh, around the farmstead area. It's they're not grouped not together. De- some of them are. They're, some of them are close, but um, it's not. the computer's not able to process and exact and give you full distances at the moment. And it's you get the sense it's picking them up by... Sub, it's like mostly identifying them by biologics, but so they could be farm animals that are still alive, but it also could be... There is some signs of tech that are pinking here and there uh, close to those life signals, so it could also be armed individuals. Head on a swivel, everyone. This doesn't look natural. Alright, let me pull some character sheets out for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I don't like that I'm only picking up so many life forms and most of them appear to be enemies, because that means that the people we came to save could potentially be dead. Although, I don't know, best, you know, there's a chance that maybe they ran away. Yeah. That's why I didn't pick them up. Or they were inside one of the burning buildings, which obviously would interfere with sensors. Alright, let's go ahead and get one second here. Because I don't want you to see where the ones I've cleverly named Juicer and Burster. That's just their names. That's not their <laughs> that's iconic the, framework. That's his actual name. <laughs> this is Juicer Smith and Burster Jones. Yep. I've learned from my mistake. It's a clever ruse in order to give you a false sense of what you think is happening. It's definitely not a false sense of security. I can tell you that. (laughs) Alright, so let me 
Mags. Masuki. Kaharli. Damn bastards. I believe that's what we have them titled in our folder where we store them. Yes, damn bastards. John C. Juicer. Gary Burster. <laughs> those, are their, those are their Christian names. Mm-hmm. Concerned farmhands. <laughs> okay, you understand that the Burster now has to have a Gary Busey voice. Like, I, I don't think I could do... That's going to be weird since she's a girl. She's a lady, so I don't know if that's going to be easy to do. <laughs> I mean, she might not be a lady. Who knows? Oh, All right, yeah. so what do you mean, she's a lady? I've got my little paper here. First card. Mags. You're looking at a Jack O. Clubs. Masuki, two of clubs. I'm assuming you'd like a different card. Four of clubs. I'm assuming you'd like a different card. <laughs> joker yeah. So goes. go ahead and everybody on your side gains a Benny. <laughs> and Masuki will get a plus two to any of her actions this turn. Kaharli, ace of clubs. Them bastards got a three of diamonds, unfortunately. Do do any of them have the quick edge? Uh, no. None of them do. Okay. Alright, so if, if any of them had an initiative-specific edge, I would let them separate, but... It's the quick and the dead. Johnny Juicer got a nine, and he does have the quick edge, but because for a completely unrelated and non-juicer-like thing... He might not get advantage of that the first round of combat. Well, if he got an eye, it can't, he doesn't get advantage of it anyway. I know. Just saying. Gary Busey Furster got a four. And Concerned Farmhands got a three. Well, initiative-wise, you guys are definitely doing good. Excellent. Tess, with your Joker, Masuki is able to interrupt at any time without forcing a roll. As you come trotting up to the farmstead near these burning buildings, you do see several people... Um, meandering around, mostly human, in cobbled-together armor, wielding weapons. Some of them are looks like they're shooting livestock, others are picking through the rubble. Mostly they're, like, essentially looting. I don't think I got a card, Jason. You did. You got the Ace of Clubs. Oh, thank you. Ace of Clubs. Uh, I don't know if you want me to wait for my turn before I make a general announcement, but like as soon as Mag saw those people, he would say something. Go ahead, I'll uh, freedom of speech. You all do right, it. Uh, all of you, out of courtesy, I give one warning: stand down now. That is the only warning. And then we can go into initiative order because I yeah, see some of them are already kind of like they did notice you pulling up, and yeah. some of them had stopped their looting to start training weapons on the vehicles coming to them. But I feel pretty good. Because now so they've, Tess, basically, they've essentially killed themselves in Mag's mind. It's not his fault. Sure. They chose yeah, to die. Sure. So Tess, as I said, you're going to get a plus two to everything you, every action you take this turn, but you also can interrupt at any time with no necessary check. So you can go now, or you nah. can... Alright, that means next up is Charlie with our Ace of Clubs. Uh, protection, please. Go ahead and cast. That's my action. Whatever uh, modifiers you're using. Yep. Uh, toughness and greater protection. Okay. For a corgi, you sometimes show some rather feline qualities. Ah. 
Calling him a scaredy cat? Yes. Good job picking up on that. I thought I was going too subtle. That's wrong. Not persuasion. Uh, nope. I'll take the 11. Success of the raise. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Mark off your PowerPoint or ISP. How many ISP you got left after that? Uh, I should have... 20... No, uh, 28. Okay. Because you have 40 now. Max, yes. right? Yes. Okay. And that was the only action you said you were taking, so unfortunately, that's the only action you're allowed. That's correct. I want to. You could race. move, but you could. I guess you could move back to the tr- back end of the truck. <laughs> well, I'm like uh, in the. I'm in the truck right now, right? Yes. It's that's... still currently until somebody says they're not driving anymore. It's still driving. Okay, I'm fine. I don't think it's probably barreling at the full sixty miles an hour, but yeah. We'll find out in a second here, because, Mags, you're the jack of clubs. You're up. Uh, I think I will stop right where the Mountaineer is on the map. I thought about going center, but that's actually a bad idea. We're the squishies. (laughs) So, To be fair, that burning building is... It does provide visual cover. Yeah. uh, But it's... The fire clearly has been going on for a while. So it, it is not a whole lot left. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'll stop here. Um, I am going to. Oh, is that? Thing? Well, how many actions are you going to take? Let's let's start with that. Remember? I, I, yeah, I'm double checking to see if how many I can affect with this once, <laughs> uh, so I can determine how many actions I need to do. We are all inside. Well, not all of us, but a good good number of us are inside this vehicle. So this is a perfect time to do this thing. I think maybe. I think I have to pay for each individual person, but we'll do it. Fuck it. Alright, let's see. Boost. Trait. (laughs) Let's see. Additional recipient, so I can do it with one action. Uh, Yeah, we'll do it with, uh, we'll just do that. I am going to uh, pull Chekhov uh, off the dash and say, uh, everybody, take a deep breath, and I'm going to fire <laughs> <laughs> a gas grenade. You see me spin these dials here, and it's like, oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then, let's see, five plus there are, how many of us in here? Uh, Charlie plus six. your five extras, so, so yeah, counting yourself, seven, there are seven. Seven, but uh, the first one is but- three. So five plus six is eleven points. But before you roll, if you intend to leave the mountaineer, it will take an action to open the door. If you're going to be the one to do that. Uh, okay. Well, then I will. Uh... Somebody will have to open the door to get out of it. Whether that's you, uh, Clark can do it on his turn. Okay. Because uh, he's my co-pilot, so he could open the door too. I assume, right? Yes, uh, but to be fair, the them bastards are the lowest initiative slot. They are a three of diamonds. The yeah, but I'm not getting off the hands. truck right now. I'm going to stay yeah, in the truck. So I'm just they're... saying that they that means nobody's getting off until they until go. The yeah, very that's what I'm end, yeah, but Charlie's already gone, so he can't get off this turn. I'm yeah. not getting off, so I don't need to. And the only ones yeah. that need to get off are them, and and he can open it on their turn. Sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're filling the compartment with gas. Yeah, so uh, he spins a dial a little of this, a little of that, uh, and then 11 million 
nanites crawl out of my arm and into the cannon, form, forming this giant gas bomb right there that I just <laughs> shoot into the center of the uh, mountain here, and then nanites just snake off in these like tendrils that are flying through the air and uh, inject everybody with a chemical stimulant. Give Higgs me- starts screaming, Why, why dwarf fart? <laughs> Fucking eggs. Uh, what do we want to get? Let's go with uh, vigor. Let's see if I can keep people alive today. Yeah, so this is a vigor simulant that will help uh, help toughen everybody up and uh, help them ignore pain and stuff like that. So, so the only modifier you're adding is the additional targets, which added, That's I believe, it. six six. I, yeah, I, I don't have access to make a power modifiers, and so the only yeah. modifier for me to is right now. Well, that, and I guess it could quicken or something like that, but I'm not going yeah. to. Okay. That used almost all of my points, which is funny, because yeah. I just earlier said, I never use points. You did. <laughs> but I, I still have to succeed away. at the roll, because it do. might not use anything. It might only use one. Yep. Okay. He's uh, in front. Let's see I think if I you can use check off. Oh, that's right. I had to pick up upgradable, so I'm not there yet. Damn it. So you're still untrained? Still untrained. Fuck. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, here we go. Please right. don't crit fail. Ha-ha. Famous luck. That is. He uh, didn't crit fail. Not a crit fail. I'll spend, I'll spend one Are you bit. spending a Benny? Okay. And there Whoa. you go. That's why I spend bennies, my friends. <laughs> That's actually an 11. So that's yes, a success and a raise. Because of the Elan. So success and a raise. Everybody gets two die type increase to their vigor. Everybody that's well, in that, the truck with me. And that is for five rounds, correct? And it lasts for five rounds unless I uh, send out some nanites to reinforce them. The so end. yeah, the, the cloud of nanites fills it. Everybody starts taking a deep breath. Except for Hig, who's kind of like freaking out and trying to not breathe because he wasn't aware of this tactic yet. It's your turn to breathe, farts, Hig. But Charlie, you feel yourself kind of just uh, wash with energy. You feel good. Feel healthy. Good job, Mags. All right. Oh, that uh, Te- also boost trait effects uh, derive stats, so their toughness would be increased by one because they went up two die types. Ooh. Or no, not by one, by two. Thank you. So keep that in mind. Yeah. All right. So unless Tess wants to interrupt, definitely. Okay. I rush toward her with my sword drawn. All right, Tess. You see, this guy was like rifling through some like sacks of grain and corn, and just like kind of loading them up. All right, I attack him with my sword. <laughs> so you're you're shot like. Stomping through the ground, all of a sudden a four-foot-long blade pops out of your forearm. And he kind of just... From his point of view, he sees his reflection in rainbow on your chest plate. And he looks scared. If you don't have enough movement to potentially do what you want to do next, go ahead and roll that run die of a d8. Alright, so you'll, you have a pace of 19 for this round. Uh, you're, you're at minus two to everything you do, but your joker bonus will essentially negate that. You're going to do one action to attack this guy... Are you going to use the second action to attack the other guy behind him? I take two actions, and I'm going to begin chopping through them. Okay. Yes, so you'll only be at minus two for these attacks. So let's see that first attack. Alright, so that's a four. Melee attacks are against parry, so that will technically miss. 
like, as scared as he is, he starts, like, kind of just throwing the sacks of grain up in the air. And right now your sword is slicing through them as he's ducking. I'll spend a penny on that. Never mind, it's the same number. Yes, that's the same things that will also miss, unless you want to spend another penny. So yeah, flower explodes in the air, and you lose sight of him for a second as he barely avoids your blade, and you move on past him to get his less startled friend. I got it four. Yeah, that will also miss. So go ahead and place yourself where you'd like to move to. Rough night. Thankfully, this guy. Damn, that ghost is really fucking with you. Yeah. And thankfully, this this gentleman, they are armed with like old school assault rifles, not even laser weaponry. They look like very piss poor bandits. JJ. So. Uh, Juice sir. Jingleheimer's maybe, maybe I should reveal Stay somebody now. It's time to fucking party so out of this burning building comes a guy with a huge mohawk and the standard generic juicer rig, you know, pipes like filling his uh, body full of horrible chemicals, drugs. He <sighs> lets out a big yawn. Oh shit! And then you see Tessie's got a massive laser rifle slung over his shoulder. But what you see that concerns you a little bit more is a rather large chain sword that he's just kind of casually cradling, and you can see thick blood dripping off the the individual teeth on it. Looks like we got company. Yeah, I got that glitter boy. So now that he has acted, he gets the benefit of his quick edge and his uncanny reflexes. Bum bum bum. As he shakes off his drug-induced stupor. And then, almost as fast as the Glitter Girl was running, on foot, he just lunges towards you, Tess. He has quite the move speed himself. He kind of starts in low, chopping at your legs, and then he's going to spin around and come down overhead. I'm only taking one action. He does have improved frenzy, however, so he gets two fighting dice. <laughs> Uh, so he'll be at no penalty to these. The first attack is going to be an 11. That's not a success with a raise, but it is a hit. Okay, so first hit, you hear that horrible screech as uh, mega damage metal starts cutting against your glitter girl. So the first damage roll, it's going to be a 38 with AP Jesus 4. Christ. What is your toughness? I'm fairly certain it's not 38. It's close. 33. And then four of your armor is negated, so that puts you down to a 29. Uh, so he's beat you by nine. So that's a success and two raises. So you got two wounds coming at you, unless you want to spend a Benny to soak. Benny to soak. So that would be a vigor roll. And... Ah, vigor roll. Four. Alright, so yeah, you hear that horrible screech of metal, and your glitter girl just gets shredded, and you feel like your calf rip as blood starts pouring down your leg and you take a wound and then he just with a, a horrible smile on his face he spins and comes down overhead trying to jam the, the chain blade into the chest and that one that second hit did hit and connect so let's I'll do my next damage roll uh, this is a 24 AP2 which just barely manages to miss your toughness because we said it was 29 with the armor piercing yeah <laughs> So, 
you get like rocked back a couple inches and you just know that that wonderful polish is at least getting horribly ruined but the blade doesn't manage to pierce and that smile on his face kind of just fades to a more concerned smirk and now he is done next from out of the house a young woman walks out seemingly unconcerned with the flames she's kind of Hears the noise off to the side, which she can't see, but she does see the men reacting to the mountaineer, which she can just sort of barely make out as the engine is still running. Nobody can see her smile, but a wicked and evil grin splits her face as she just kind of very, like, showy in a completely useless gesture. Like, holds her arms out, kind of like, arcs her back as her body erupts in flame. So she's going to take an action. Actually, she's going to take two actions. Alright, so I'm going to spend three ISP. When I activate her fiery aura. To make sure that the damage and armor of it is mega damage. And then... That doesn't require a roll, but her second action will be a psionics roll, and this will be at minus two. And she is going to attempt to activate a psionic power. Flip in between PDFs here real quick. I have a vague recollection of which power this or what this power does, but Psionics roll. Success! But not with a raise. So again, what none of you can really see is the air around her bursts into flame, like almost with a tinge of blue, like they appear to be so hot. And some of the ground around her is already starting to kind of melt as the rocks start to crack and ooze. But there's also a very imperceptible bit of almost like an air puff as the dirt in her feet immediately kind of rushes outward as a telekinetic force field falls into place. I don't like it. So she gets two points of armor, which does stack with her current shenanigans. So I'm going to just add that to this. And she is done. So perfection is now eight. Alright, she's done. And then we have two threes. The spades, because it's reverse alphabetical, will go first. Concerned citizens, aka bandits, get to go. Uh, this guy is emboldened by his boss being here. He reaches behind his back and he pulls out a slender tube with a little string on it. And just kind of flicks a little lighter, lights it, and kind of tosses it behind you, Tess. So he is aiming for here with a stick of mega damage dynamite. (laughs) That will be an athletics roll for him. That's going to be a failure, so it will deviate. Uh, So instead of here, it ends up here. (laughs) So he is going to be caught in the blast radius as well. (laughs) Uh, Because this is a uh, small burst template. Oh shit, actually, that's a large burst template. He's the burster. Uh, but he was... 
I forgot. So with that being said, I thought it was a small burst temple, so he's probably going to aim for like here. But it doesn't matter because it's still going to end up here. <laughs> so let's go ahead and throw that on the map. Yeah, so that's <laughs> going to be everybody. <laughs> so what I'm going to need <laughs> are some... No, some evasion rolls. So it's going to be agility at minus two. That's a five. That's uh, a five oh. with your minus two. I got a ten. Uh, so Tess, you can go ahead and move yourself to an edge of this template. So pretty much you just move yourself a square to your upper left. You should technically kind of be out of it. So yeah, you managed to juck, just duck out as you see that firing stick of death dynamite go off. Uh, our juicer friend is going to roll his agility. He gets a plus two for being a juicer. Oh, uh, so that's a twelve. <laughs> He's going to hop right down there with you. Now the two ding-dongs. Uh, I'll do the guy who threw it first. Uh, he's stuck in it. And the guy above him covered in flour. He actually gets out of the way. He's heard tales that sometimes old flour can be flammable, and he doesn't want that. So he jumps out. So only the man who threw this dynamite will be... <laughs> and this is a mega damage stick of dynamite. <laughs> it doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but that does do 14. Uh, his toughness is 11. So he's actually didn't do enough to kill him. <laughs> but he, he just, he shakes himself. <laughs> the explosion goes off. It Maybe it was an old stick of dynamite. Maybe it was just not as powerful. But he is showered in rocks and dirt. And he's just like, oh god, I'm alive. I didn't, oh, I didn't think that would happen. <laughs> that teaches him to casually toss dynamite around. Alright, let's be his other friends. We'll do this ding-a-ling next. He's got a pace of six. He is going to move and try to get a better position. And... Actually, I'm going to say he's going to run. He's going to try and get the fuck away from this glitter girl. There's one fucking inch extra. Yay! He's running there. These guys... Uh, we'll start now counterclockwise. This guy is going to... Just move to here, take cover behind this tree, and he is going to attempt to just suppressive fire the mountain ear, I think. Yeah, he knows his gun is not going to pierce that, so he's just going to drop a little suppressive fire. And I'll get to that in a second, I'm just going to go ahead and move these dinglings as well. They are not going to suppress a fire. They are going to aim. Bump. Oh, they can't move any. That's true. So they are going to just wait. They're going to sit there. All right. Suppressive fire. Which is, is it on my handy dandy DM sheet? Or I don't think it actually is, unfortunately. I think it's a medium burst template. And just to make a fighting roll. I'll just go ahead and make a shooting roll because we'll probably just fail it anyways and make this a lot easier. Yep. So he's just spraying bullets at the mountaineer in a very haphazard 
Maybe he should put down all his loot that's throwing his aim off. Maybe he's just learned how to fucking shoot. We'll never know. Yeah. They're done. Dem bastards. Alright. Uh, Alright, y'all show them how it's done. Fall out. Lock him down. Uh, Clark will use one action to open the door and then move. Uh, Is he taking any other actions? No, just one action. Okay. Uh, it will be to open the door and then he will move. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry because I was I was in the middle of looking up suppressive fire and I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm going to actually look at it because it's probably going to be a useful tactic at some point here. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I intended to use it right now, so that's why I, I was in the process of looking it up when you started talking about it. And got it. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant by chill. It uses up done. three times the amount of bullets for its rate yeah. of fire. Always incurs recoil regardless of the weapon's original rate of fire, so you're always at a minus two. Uh, places a medium blast template on the tabletop. Make a shooting roll. A single shooting rig dice regardless of rate of fire. Uh, to compare the total number to each target in the template, because there are any modifications like cover, etc. Success means the target's distracted. If you get a raise, you can damage one person up to the rate of fire of the weapon. Yeah. So it eats up a shit ton of ammo and. Yeah. Okay, Clark moves out. Uh, up next will be Karis. She's going to come out. Uh, and do suppressive fire and then move behind the mountaineer next to Clark. So, Karis, uh, shooting roll. Shevin. Why is she encumbered? That doesn't make any sense. She is at minus two, anyways, though, because there is recoil. So, uh, But it's a laser weapon, so. It says it always gets recoil for suppressive okay. fire. Gotcha. So I, I'm going to assume... I assume that laser uh, weapons... No, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say laser weapons don't. I'm going to say that trumps this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that would be a nine, so success of the race. So go ahead and place your medium burst template. I think you can get most of these ding-dongs. Oh, it's because she's wearing three sets of armor. That's probably wrong. Yeah. It's not winter. <laughs> it's not winter. <laughs> I, I never Texas. took off her her older stuff, and so and she's carrying an M16, which she's not carrying stuff like that. She's yeah. got a bunch of equipment that she doesn't actually have. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and drop your template. Like I said, well, I know you can get at least three of these guys, but you might yeah. be able to get. I think you probably only get three. I think it's only three, but medium blast. Yeah, it's only gonna be three. Take those three. Uh. And uh, that is a success with the rays. So the rate of fire on her weapon, you can deal damage to one of those people. Uh, actually, the rest are distracted, or they're all distracted. But actually, I believe her weapon is rate of fire three. Uh, remember, you used three times the ammo, so she might yeah. have just emptied that clip to do that. Yeah, might be worth it though. Uh. What's the what? for three? It's like what ten bullets? I that I can ten pull shot. up pretty quick because yeah. I have a, that's on my chart. On your uh, chart right there. She's got forty. Yeah, shots. rate of fire three is ten bullets, so she uses thirty. Yeah, so she'll use thirty and still have some cool stuff. She also has a grenade. Launcher. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so 
Oh, I've got it on here. Um, actually, on her character sheet in her in the notes of that that rifle, so that I wouldn't have to ask you. Ha! I'm so dumb. I'm gonna um, use orange for distracted because it looks a little bit like a brown. But I feel like they're distracted because they're scared shitless. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're distracted, and all three of them take damage, right? Because she got the race. Uh, I'm gonna just spot rule that this gentleman, since he has cover through the tree, you uh, wouldn't yeah. be able to get a raise on him, so you gotcha. can't damage him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you do apply their individual. Yeah. It's still a success, and he's distracted. But since he wouldn't be hit by the rays, but you can damage these two. Perfect. All right. Let's roll damage. Do I roll individually or just roll once? Apply it to the two. Let's go and roll individually for now. Okay. Uh, uh, she got 18 on the first guy closest to her. Uh, that is going to be... And there, is there any AP on that? Uh, yeah, two. 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 Uh, their toughness is only 11 in their pre-Rift's armor, so he is dead. Alright, and the second guy, 13 AP2, so again, uh, that uh, should Their toughness is 11, so 9. Yep, he's also dead. Boom-boom! Nice. Look at little kid. Look at sweet God innocent Karis coming out here, just killing two guys in a hail of gunfire. <laughs> the other guy is very distracted now. Has his lifelong friends, who he grew up with on a poor pig farm, die in front of him. Hey, hey, go get that one. Karis erased. Karis. Charlie is not seeing what's a, happening. A little, two little marks uh, on her armor adds two more you notice that like it's not a pinstripe she's just been adding marks for all the people she's been killing over the years and i believe she has movement left so where is she ultimately Uh, moving she's gonna be right here next to uh clark they will stack up in formation as they drop out here is that her nope that's you nope that's you there she is near the bottom gotcha uh all right after karis uh and Karis is popping back out and shooting narratively because the suppressive fire has stayed. Well, she she jumped out the back, did the suppressive fire, and then rolled behind the vehicle and posted yeah. up next to Cowardly. Narratively, that's uh, how that went. And then now Ward is going to uh, roll out next. Uh, he'll drop out here. Um, take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale, pause, slow, steady, squeeze his, his rifle. Um, his single fire. I mean, it's not, it has rate of fire, but he's only going to take a single shot. Uh, both of these gentlemen to the south here have a, a, a minus have two cover. cover. Yeah, but he's going to negate that. I figured his as marksman. Much. Which uh, he can do. He will shoot the guy that is not distracted. The one who shot at us, right? The first, yeah. Yeah. That guy's the one who shot at us. Uh, walks out calm, collected. Veteran of so many gunfights, he can't count them all. Although, he'll probably be a little less calm when he notices the person over there with that chainsword. But he doesn't see them at the moment. Uh, rolling dice with his shot. JA-12. Watch out. Hit with a raise. (laughs) Yo, Ward, you fucking shit up. And that's not even counting. He has plus two to that roll. Well, no, it negates his... Marksman only gives, I think, a two. It's not from Marksman. It's uh, Uh, from his... uh, It's from... He has trademark weapon, and as long Ah. as he is... The the weapon's calibrated to its multi-optic scope, 
he gets. You should go ahead and just add two. that to the his shooting yeah. roll because it's I most just, likely I keep not forgetting to do it. Is all is what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. So yeah, Dead Eye Ward. <laughs> unless you roll really shitty on this damage, is going to uh, destroy that individual damage right in there. So 15. fifteen. Yep. Boom. One shot. One very gruesome kill as a laser bolt rips through this guy's head. And he will calmly step back here to achieve cover. Uh, and when he steps back there, you know, he's giving commands as he walks back. All right, Hig, just like we trained, stay, uh, stay focused. Go take him out. Uh, but he gets there, glances over through the flames. He sees something that reminds him of his past. And he looks slightly shaken, non-mechanically flavor shaken. <laughs> this is like, oh shit, things are about to get rough. <laughs> Starts itching his neck, wanting that sweet, yeah. sweet juicer drug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta get his fix. And uh, so Hig is up. Not the jig, just the Hig. Uh, so you see Hig come running out the back, and he is going to mechanically run. Because his pace is not higher. His, like, he has regular pace, right? Yeah, he's just got six pace. Uh, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Mechanical run. Let me roll a d6 for that. Uh, oh, good. Perfect. Seven. Is this like, can I move through this tree? Yeah. It, it's Eight, That's the nine. branches up top. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's like, you know the canopy or whatever. So he's gonna come charging, like squealing, blending in with the pigs that are here on the farm. You see, as he does so, he's knocking his fists together. He's got these two vibrating pyramids uh, on top of his fist, and it just runs in with a big old smash a rash Oh, I'm gonna have to pick right. up charge for him on his next advance. <laughs> so he will be at minus two due to running, but yeah, do the run. But that's it. He's only taking the one attack. Uh... You're looking for a parry of five. <laughs> Hi. And he is distracted, but that doesn't. He's not vulnerable. So yeah, parry of five. Uh, fighting is the thing we roll for fighting. So I will roll Typically, fighting. Typically, yes. Ah, he did pull nah. away. So, that is that. Can't spend bennies for them yet. So, uh, he's, you know, runs. Pig smash, kick, 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 punch. Oh, branches, branches hit pig. Oh, no, don't like that. And uh, gets tangled up in the low-hanging branches. <laughs> Fails to strike this distracted man. <laughs> and now Yusha w- would be going, but I believe Tess did suggest her to stay in the car, so I don't know if she's getting out or not. Oh yeah, Mag orders her to strap in uh, to the co-pilot seat now that Clark ran out. Uh, strap in, use the sensors, keep track of Masuki, learn what you can. I mean, she's nice. mechanically no weaker than the others, but she's a child, no. so I just don't. Yeah. I feel like Mag wouldn't put her out in the flaming field. Gotcha. Although, you might be a little upset when Mag's next turn comes because the Mountaineer is the, the second best weapon out here. 
<laughs> I don't know, I, I would say third, but he's... I don't know, I don't know how much raw damage Charlie could do. I'm just talking All about right, weapons. You know. yeah. <laughs> I didn't say So with that, that gun. is actually our first round of combat. Now, because a Joker was drawn, I do need to reshuffle the deck here. Good luck. Hello there. This is Justin from the cast. Do you like our content? Do you want to hear more? Do you want to help us make more? Well, come on over to Patreon, where you'll get exclusive content with our Mage the Awakening game that is currently going on, ad-free episodes, like this episode, minus this ad, and access to our Discord community, where you can be part of the conversation. We'd love to see you. For now, back to that show. Razzle dazzle here. All my years of magic camp and street hustling. Gonna pull those jokers on my guys. Now that I've. Alright. Mags. Six of diamonds. Masuki. Nine of clubs. No quick on that one. Charlie. Five of clubs. Dem bastards. Two of hearts. Not looking great for the, our heroes right now. No face cards on their side. Our juicer with a chainsword. King of spades. Fuck. Our burster, four clubs. That's good. What's left of... I would almost say farm hand, but I think there are technically three of them. Six of spades. So all in all, not a lot of high cards. Oh, I gotta get The closer. juicer is, you know, pulling back after that dynamite went off. Kind of just... Crouching down a little bit as his muscles tense, and he's just kind of like waving back and forth. The roar of the chainsword ripping the air, spatters of Tess's blood and somebody else's blood being sprayed everywhere. And Tessie quickly darts towards you like a viper, almost fast as you can see. He's gonna take two actions and just attack on both. Fuck. I forgot that motherfucker had combat reflexes. He could have. Oh, and first strike. He should be able to get a free attack on you when you came close. Oh well, I'll remember that for future rounds, maybe. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna go ahead for his first attack. He gets two fighting dice, so I'll go ahead and roll those. And the first wild card die will be the, the die that we'll use. Uh, so he got a nine and a five. Second fighting roll was a three. So I'm gonna take the nine and the three. Your parry is an eight. I'm not going to re-roll anything yet. I'm going to stick with that one hit. Um, cause he's... Actually, sorry, this is less, because he's minus two. So that's actually only a seven. I'm still going to say that. So he swings, you're dodging, moving, parrying with your sword. Uh, thankfully, your Viber Blade is of decent make and isn't being torn apart by the chainsword. He seems to now, like, his smirk is gone. He's actually treating this serious, because he is, you know, 1v1-ing a Glitter Girl. Alright, so the next two fighting dice for his second action. Also at minus two. So that's going to be a 13. The wild die will be a five for this little exchange. The second fighting die is an eight, which will be to a six. 
I am going to re-roll the 8 with a Benny. Just to see if I can fish a little higher. No. So yeah, you kind of, you're fainting back and forth. He kind of reaches with his hand and actually strains against your arm, pulling the servos and your armor down, like, because he's just that strong. It just starts wailing on you with just a fury with the vibro sword. And he kind of just slides down the helmet and finds, like, the weaker neck joint and starts chewing in. So we'll have one damage roll here. So that was a 13. So that would be a hit with a raise versus your parry. The chain sword on a raise instead of a d6 does a d12. So we will ignore the raise die on this, and I will have to roll a separate one. I would like to play not today, if you'd allow it. Well, I need to see the card. Play after any attack to change it from a, from a success to a critical failure. I'm going to say, unfortunately, since you can't see this, okay, I'm not going to let you play it. Um, okay. Just because Charlie has no idea it's happening. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be 18 plus a d12. That would be a 26. I don't like that damage roll, so I'm going to spend another Benny to re-roll it. That's a 23, and I need to roll the d12 again. I need to roll the d12 again. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, so it's a 23 plus 17, which I believe is 40. And your armor, we decided with the AP, is 29. So what is that, a, an 11 point difference? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 29. 40 minus 29 is 11. Yep. Uh, so that is a success and only two wounds, not three. All right, guess I have to burn a Benny. Uh, so that will remove one of the wounds, but you will take another one unless you want to spend another Benny to re-roll that. Nah, I don't think I'll be spending a Benny on that. The chainsword starts tearing at the joints of the neck, and you feel like sparks as like wires are overloaded, and your neck starts burning, and then some of the jagged metal gets forced in and actually cuts you, and you're bleeding fairly severely from the neck now. And then you he hear, like, over your, your comms as the guy's speaking to you and your armor picks it up. <laughs> your helmet will look good on my wall. Alright, so he's done. That means our next highest card is actually Masuki with a 9. You are hurt. Your, your leg is cut. Your neck is cut. You take a one action test? Yeah. Alright, and what is that action going to be? Let's just try the hack and slash. Uh, if you're attacking him, you, you get a minus two, because juicers have uncanny reflexes after their first round of combat. Uh, so that will definitely be a miss. It's not a critical failure. But, um, you can still move if you like, but again, that would provoke an attack. So as you swing down, maybe it's the, the starting to lose the blood, maybe he's just too fast. He might be better than you, who knows. <laughs> but he easily parries your blow. And, and all of a sudden looks a lot less worried. Uh, the next highest card, we have two sixes. The six of spades, however, goes before the diamonds. That is our concerned farmhands. Or, which there are only a very few. Now let me zoom out of here. Let's roll with this ding-dong and see if he can even unshake. He probably can't. He can't. He's still afraid. 
He doesn't want to be killed by the Glitter Girl or his boss. He very warily runs this way, ears still ringing from the dynamite explosion. <laughs> uh, we'll go with this jack-off. He gets down here, sees Ward, like, hunkered behind the truck and thinks he has an easy shot. So he is going to shoot at, um, not Ward, but, uh, Clark. Clark. Bring All him. right. Shoot and roll. Fucking misses, because he's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> he's using pre-Rift's air weapons, and he's an average dude. But Clark does realize that there's enemies at his flank. Excellent. This asshole. Let's see if he can do anything against the giant pigmen coming after him. Even though pig missed, those fists are big. They have big pyramids on them. This guy just kind of like lets his rifle sling down like it's on the strap against his waist. Reaches behind and pulls out like a small metal baton with spikes on it. Ah! Oh, have to Bacon for dinner, boys! What is Higgs's parry? It is one more than whatever I'm about to look at. Uh, <laughs> it's a oh, seven. Now, this guy is distracted, so he is at minus two on this fighting roll. Uh, his parry is a seven. I was just adding in the uh, claws, because he's got his pyramids on, so it's a total of a seven. Yeah, so this will be at minus two. Yeah. <laughs> Higgs just takes the hit. It does not face him. Oh. The guy just, like, drops the club. And, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hig <laughs> uh, not fan. like it when people punch Hig Alright, they are done Which brings us to our next six, which is Mag Magnesium Flint The Verser still didn't do anything Right this turn She's, She hasn't gone nope, yet Nope, she hasn't gone yet Okay. Not that uh, Mags has really even seen her yet Yeah, no, I uh, just couldn't remember Justin couldn't remember If no. I that was the, the order whole thing. is If she had shot at me, I would know she was there Yeah you see what I'm saying? The current order is Mag, Charlie, Burster. Yeah, Mag's going to go on hold. Okay. And Charlie, it is your turn. Okay. You hear the sound of gunfire from the open door. Okay. Bullets uh, and lasers. Charlie's just going to kind of saunter through these two burning buildings. There's a bandit there pointing a one of those gun things at you. Uh, like he looks I very will... shocked to see you because you're a little dog boy, but... I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kind of look at him. Uh, I'm going to spend uh, 10 points uh, to cast Bolt with uh, Greater Bolt, which makes it mega damage, Onslaught, and three things of armor piercing. Okay. So I should get two shots. And where are you putting those two shots? On him? Uh, the first one's gonna go at him, and we'll see what happens after that. Well, you don't get to see what happens. You have to assign your all your actions okay. to who you're shooting them at. Uh, one on him, and then one on the juicer attacking Suki. What is your range on that? Because you might be out of it. 24. No, you're fine. Yep. Uh, uh, this one's an the, 8. That will be a success with a raise against Johnny Dingo here. Okay, so that is... Sorry. Uh, 5d6 with three things of armor piercing. Uh, so 27 with armor piercing. How much? Four? Three. 
Uh, so that gets rid of three points of their armor, which puts him at an eight. Uh, so he explodes. <laughs> and as whatever messy or wonderful way you'd like to describe. Yeah, I just kind of come, uh, a dark shape walks through the flames as he's firing upon Karis and the bullets fly over Charlie's head. Uh, he kind of stops and surveys the area, tilts his head and lets out a bark and the man's head explodes. Okay, and it does. And now Oddly enough, he was it. covered in white powder. It was very strange. It is now red and white powder. But we'll think All right, about so that later. And you see this guy with a mohawk engaging Masuki. Um, looks like he's kind of got her... You've never seen her this pressed, let's say. That seems like somebody I should bark at, too. Uh, so it's uh, little... Well, you need a roll to hit. Oh, right. My bad. Da-da-da... I are you re-roll. using your free... Yeah, as I said. Yes. You are okay. minus two to hit him with any kind of attack. Okay. Uh, so I'll take the six. So, uh, so that will just barely hit as a four. So okay. not, a, not a raise. Alright, uh, that the die type goes down one. 46 damage. Two more sixes six for six me, please. Uh, so that is 24. 24. With three things of armor piercing. He's got an armor rating of 5. His toughness is only 16, so that's a 13 versus 24. So you beat him by 11, which would be 2 wounds. I'm going to spend one of my DM bennies to give him a vigor roll. Uh, Let me just check his combat reflexes real quick. I don't think that's soak. I think that's just for shaking. Yeah, it's just to recover from shaking. So a vigor roll against 2 wounds. <laughs> he has a he has a yeah. wild die <laughs> I don't, so the wild die is going to be enough he'll only take one wound we still like that yeah you're not going to like it when he gets a turn again <laughs> <laughs> so so Charlie how do you how do you hurt him <laughs> uh, I see him uh Take sort of a triumphant pose as he uh, deflects Masuki's attack. Um, I let out a bark um, and uh, just a sharp line of blue energy uh, flies from my mouth and uh, burns the mohawk straight off and leaves a line of blood on his head. I like it. He is now clocked who you are and he just kind of points his chainsword buzzing and dripping Masuki's blood at you and you think you hear a mouth you're next <laughs> uh, if you have any more movement left you can take it otherwise that was all your action that's it alright after Charlie Mags are you interrupting because the uh, next is yeah. our burster uh, you're going to need to give me an agility check I believe or athletics is one of the two I always forget it is athletics roll to interrupt okay uh, athletics. Uh, nine is good. Let's see what our, I'm sure a fully athletic burster can do. Very well. You, yep. So the burster will get to do her action. Mm-hmm. She needs to see what happens. Oh, she does see that dog come out and blow this <laughs> asshole's head up. <laughs> hmm. That's something. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. And Charlie, she is surrounded in flames. And as she's walking, like the 
ground sizzles and pops as actual rocks are exploding from the heat. Like, it is not normal fire. <laughs> it is doing mega damage, is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, thank you, Jason. <laughs> she is looking at you, just kind of, like, smiling. Ah! Another psychic. This might actually be fun. I like hot dogs, but not like this. Alright, how many actions do I want to take with this lady? I'm going to take two actions. Uh, the first thing she's going to do is use a, a psionic power. So she sees somebody just blowing people's heads up with their mind. It might not be a bad idea to cast <laughs> Arcade Protection. <laughs> uh, so let's see here. Arcane Protection normally costs one power point. She is going to spend two extra power points because she is a major psionicist. So that will give her a plus one to her activation roll. So she's only at minus one to this due to the multi-action penalty. Glad she spent that power point because she is uh, four. That's enough. So she steals herself with telekinetic and psionic energy, giving anybody attempting to target her with hostile powers a minus two. That will also last five. And then her second thing is <laughs> she points a hand out at you, Charlie. <sighs> I don't want to have to smell burnt hair, but... Oh well. Just a bolt of flame is going to come leaping at you here. I am going to spend four ISP to launch an improved flame bolt with the blaster edge. <laughs> so this will be a psionics roll at minus two due to the multi-action penalty. I'm going to spend one of her bennies to re-roll. Ah, so that's going to be a 7. Or no, a 5. That's going to be a success, but not a success with a raise. May I play my card now? Sure. Not today. Uh, that is a critical failure. Alright, so in my mind, I see you like using telekinesis to like, hit her arm. So she swings around, and that bolt of fire goes burning through this house here, and incinerates this <laughs> poor schmuck. <laughs> She kind of looks back at you, Charlie. Oh, I can't wait to put a collar on you and make you my pet. <laughs> Alright, that was her action. She's done. Now, Mags, you may go. Alrighty. Uh, so, I am probably... I'm just going to take one action here. Uh, although, narratively, like I won't know until I get around here, but you know, just so you know. Uh, so, uh, do I have to spend an action to uh, close the door, or can I do it as my ready, my free ready thing? I'm going to say you can't reach the door because you're in your driver's seat, but it's not okay. really a huge I deal. I mean, if somebody wants to make open. a yeah, if somebody wants to make a called shot through it, they can, but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, I For some reason, I thought it was like an automatic door, like press a button type thing. I, I don't right. It probably so, but... would require somebody <laughs> to actually be there. Yeah. All right, one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I believe vehicles get to move 10, twelve unless you 11, make a driving roll. Then you can 12. make it twenty-four. Yeah. 
right? Comes around, around the building and then <laughs> gets up next to this flaming thing, sees this girl shooting fire at Charlie and says, not on my watch. Burst this. And then <laughs> tries to run her over. So it's an opposed maneuvering test. I assume her uh, athletics would be her maneuvering skill. Real quick, does that ram attack do mega damage? Uh, Yes. Okay, then you can potentially hurt her, so we will do this. Otherwise, I was just going to say, save yourself some time rolling. Yeah, I mean, it's a giant vehicle or whatever. There's a thing somewhere that tells you specifically when things do mega damage or whatever, but uh, I can't remember what it is. But I think it's just generally, if if it's heavier than whatever D12 plus one can carry, it's MD. A thousand pounds, something like that. So go ahead and make your... Driving roll first, because this will be opposed, so you'll have to roll and decide what you're sticking with. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is going to be uh, two higher than indicated, because I am jacked in. Uh, that's a nine. I don't get a free re-roll for driving. Mm, Supposed to ask. Now, I think she probably got lucky before. Yeah, we'll just we'll let her try to dodge out the way at five. Okay. Uh, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a stay with the nine. Just real quick, I'm praying up the chase. She was here. Alright, uh, so she will roll athletics. Don't want to spend a Benny. Not likely to do anything here. I'll spend one. Why not? I got so many. <laughs> How many do you have, Jason? Ah, oh, don't have to tell you, but each NPC who's a wild card gets two, and then I have, I had four for each of you, and I've spent all of the juicers. I spent one of hers, and I've spent two regular bennies now. Okay. So yes, she is gonna dodge out of the way. All right, that's fine. That's the fir- that's that's my one action that I declared, okay. and. uh it's the bastards. Yeah, Mag just laughs as she rolls out of the way. <laughs> this is what we call shaking it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so dim bastards roll quick. Uh, Clark saw this guy come up, so he knows he realizes there's more enemies over there. But first, let's see what Hick does. Let's go, let him go first. Hig, uh... Oh, this guy is no longer distracted. Oh, uh, no, he'll be, he'll, yeah, he'll he stop being distracted at the end of Karis' turn, I believe. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really affect anything. I don't know why I rolled bigger. Actually, no, he loses distracted at the end of his turn, that's right. Yeah, either way. It's not vulnerable, so... It yeah. Affect this roll. Fighting roll from Hig. You're looking wow. at a parry of five. Hig, you were just all talk, bro. Have you ever fought somebody that was armed? He yeah. says, "Stupid pyramids make aim different. Try again <laughs> next time." Uh, so Hig doesn't take that guy out. So Clark will take a shot. Uh, no, they're too trained. No, they're too well trained to fire with one of their comrades in the way. So Clark's gonna move through here. Tot tot tot. Uh, oh shit! What's going on? Oh, this looks bad. He's going to uh drop some suppressive fire again. No, 
Bright did it the first time, so Clark's gonna do it this time. Um, just rate of fire one this time. Because there's only one target. Um, well, actually, should he? No, he can't see the juicer from where he is. So yeah, he would see the burster and. Yeah, I'll say even with the fact that she can essentially ignore this damage, it can still suppress the fires. You're just flooding her vision with lasers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Clark, shooting roll. Uh, it's a success, so she's distracted. No damage, though. Yeah, because he's not doing mega no, damage. No, she has the... Oh, no, never mind. That was for arcane attacks, not laser yeah. fire. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Four is a success. Uh, Clark is done. Uh, Bright is mark going. off the uh, the ammo. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just a ten. Three. No, it's just well, it's three, three times. times. Just three times. Whatever is yeah. rate of fire. A three. He is down to thirty-seven shots. Okay. Uh, Bright has ten rounds left. She is going to uh, shoot at. Uh, this guy right here, rate of fire three, uh, so that'll finish out her clip. Who is she shooting? Uh, the get. Uh, oh, sorry, she's got to move. Apologies. I see. Uh, no, you ran max. There's only one bandit left alive, and yeah, no, she's shooting at the burster again. They, okay. they don't. Ward would have trained them not to shoot through their allies. So, like, they can't shoot at the guy because Higgs engaged uh, with him. What is um, Karis's intelligence? Uh, high. I will double check the exact number right now, though. It is blah blah blah. Uh, a D eight. I'm gonna say she's smart enough to kind of see this and kind of, based on the terrain under this lady, she's gonna know that without significant damaging firepower she's unable to hurt this girl. Alright, so is it as an action to switch modes? No, I don't okay, believe so. So she's it's going to uh, use her free ready then to uh, switch to heavy pulse mode. Uh, which, which does use more ammo, I yeah, believe. It's rate of fire one, but it uses three shots per fire sub. Now, it was also snap fire, so she moves, so she's going to be at minus two. Uh, can she even attack with Snapfire? Yes, you just hear it at minus two. two. That's it. Okay. So she'll take the minus two because uh, Heavy Pulse gives her a bonus anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this is a cumulative minus one for her movement uh, and then bonus. I didn't roll. Oh, that's Clark. Yeah. That's why I didn't. Uh, Karis. Uh, bow, bow, bow. shooting. Yeah, she's only got these things. Okay, uh, so nice one will hit. That Yay! will hit. So it does 46 mega damage plus three. 46 plus three mega damage because of the heavy pulse. So 18. And that's AP2. AP2. Let me make sure I got the armor right in here because she does have her fiery aura up, which gives her six. Yeah, and I added the two for her protection power, that. So her. Toughness is only 14, eight of which is considered armor. Actually, it might not be tough. Let me just check real quick, because I think that's just straight up just toughness. I don't think any of it is technically armor. Although a protection bonus would be, so she didn't pay for the toughness mod on that, so we'll negate that, because that will negate that perfectly. 
Uh, so she's at 12 and you did 18. Yep. Uh, so she'll be shaken and take a wound if she doesn't soak. I'm going to spend one of her bennies to give her a soak roll. She soaks. So she is not shaken. So she kind of like sees the beam charging up and just fire and she just holds her hand out and just raw telekinesis and flame dissipate the blast and kind of just arc it off to the side cutting a trench in the ground all along here. Yeah. But she looked a little worried at that. Uh, yeah, so the bright runs up, switches into heavy pulse, engaging MDC target, uh, and oh. fires. Ward notices that they're engaging enemies there. Uses his expert marksmanship to track her trajectory. And it's gonna come one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, uh, he's gonna move down there and he is going to inhale, exhale, pause, slow, steady, squeeze, single shot at our burster. With his magical luck is really what it is. Like he has a good shooting roll. It's not like he has a bad shooting roll. He just he's got really good luck on it. And I I, I jinxed it. My bad. I don't think it mattered because I don't think he has a mega damage weapon, right? Uh, I think it is. I can most be wrong. most lasers and guns are not by default mega damage. Uh, he can switch it to heavy pulse though. Yeah, you didn't say you were before yeah, you no, rolled. I, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this definitely lets him know that as he shoots and the laser just sort of hits her and does yeah. nothing. So he'll switch it to heavy. Pulse I actually next forgot. Time. Aside from the, I should I might not have had to waste that Benny to soak. Give me one second because. Bursters get all sorts of resistance to heat and some of that bleeds over into lasers. Oh, yeah, yeah, they take reduced damage from lasers. I they take that. four points less from electrical, lasers, ion, and particle beams. I don't think you would have wounded her, but I spent the Benny regardless, so she's not shaken, so we'll, we'll wash it out. But I gotta remember, you're gonna do four points less with lasers, even if they're mega damage. Alright, that was Ward. Are there any? I think that's all the bastards, right? Uh, except for Yusha, who is going to close the door. Okay. <laughs> Good work. Solid, solid run. <laughs> Alright, we're hitting up to our, what will probably be our potentially final round here. Uh, no jokers were pulled, so nothing nothing is shuffled. So, Mags, Queen of Dime, or Queen of Spades, sure you like that. Masuki, King of Clubs. Alright, here's all these face cards. Charlie, a Joker! Ba-boo, ba-boo, ba-boo. Uh, everybody get a Benny. Charlie, everything you do this round gets plus two. Nice. Dem bastards. Jack of hearts. So full face and joker for our, our heroes. An eight for our juicer, so which unfortunately is too high for him to use quick to redraw. Could spend a Benny. I don't think that's worth it. Burster lady. Jack of spades. So she will go before the bastards, but after our three main heroes... There is still a bandit left, and he got an ace. Wow. He <laughs> <laughs> might just fucking run and die as Higgs punches him in the spine. Charlie, you are first with a joker, but you can choose to automatically interrupt at any time. I don't if you have want to roll hold. That. No, you don't have to roll because of the joker. You can just decide when you interrupt and go. Okay. Uh, I'm okay with going first. Okay. Um, so remind me uh, what the spend uh, per taking bonuses on rolls is in, with psionics. Is it two for you can one? Spend, you can get two, you, 
you can only spend two or four. You either get a plus one or a plus two, depending on which one you do. You can't, like, just pump a thousand points in. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am very concerned about this burster uh, just walking up to my friends that are now flanking me and just setting them alight. Uh, Um, Real quick, just to pause, just mag, just to give you a heads up, if she ends her turn and you're still adjacent to her in the vehicle, it will inflict mega damage on the... Yeah, because she's got a fire aura right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Anybody adjacent to her will be taking mega damage at the end of her turn. Just That's FYI. What I am worried about. Um, yes, I'm going to use telekinesis. I'm going to use exalted telekinesis. Um, and I'll spend an additional four points to give me a plus two. Okay. Does this count oh, yeah. for um, opposed rolls? What do you mean? The expenditure, because it'll be an opposed roll, uh, my smarts versus her spirits. Yeah, that's part of the activation, I'm pretty sure. Well, no, it's... I have to look at telekinesis. If it's the roll you roll to activate it that's opposed, yes, but if you roll future rolls, no. Okay, never mind. Um, In that case, I won't spend those extra points, but I will be spending 8 for telekinesis plus exalted. Hope you have ISP after this, buddy. (laughs) How much? Uh, ten. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I thought you rolled a ten. Uh, that's that's so, how much. So make your roll. Okay. Um. Remember, you're minus two due to her arcane protection. Plus two, luckily, from Joker. Oh. Yes, so that negates that. Do I need a raise? Because I think this just succeeds. Don't. When you get your free reroll, you can... Thanks. He told us to... Trace. I'll take my free roll. See what happens. Okay, so it's a six. No raise. Okay. Um, I have to look at the power real quick. Yeah. Not sure if I can lift her, actually. If you would tell me what your exalted modifier does while I'm looking at the base power. Strength is d12 plus two for each raise. You didn't get a raise, you just got a d12. Yeah. I'll have to see how much that can actually lift here in just a second. Uh, telekinesis, unwilling opponents resist the caster arcane with the post spirit roll when targeted and at the start of each of their turns. So, you're sticking with a six, so since she is being targeted, she gets to roll to resist. I'll spend a Benny, actually. You already said you were sticking with the six, so, sorry. Ugh. Alright. Gotta decide in the moment, not after I refresh your mind <laughs> of the rules. Okay, okay. Alright, so she is going to make her Sionics roll. I do get I a plus gotta... two... On opposed rules. Okay, so that will be an eight then. Yeah. Which would actually be a, with a raise. Psionics for her. Where are you at, Psionics? I will spend one of my bennies to reroll. No Ooh. good. Yes. Uh, her best was a three. Which means your eight is not a success of the raise, but it is a success. So the power activates with the strength of a d12. Should be a success of the raise. Plus two, right? She the eight she got a three. a three. Yeah, so it's a success plus five. So success of raise, right? Uh, I, I, I I was no, he has a six. Uh, an eight plus two. Plus two. Yeah, plus that's right. Raise. So yes, yeah, so he does.
Well, my best was a five. So okay, five. Sorry. I, so I, yeah. So I thought you said three. I, I didn't. I see did, five. but I, I yeah, her wild eyes. So yeah, it's a success. Yeah, barely. Yeah. What is offered? So can I move her in the air? Or? I think with a D twelve you can lift her up. Yeah, she's just a normal average woman, so she's not. She's not like some two hundred pound Hulk. Can you fly, rude lady? Um, I'm gonna send her up and away. Uh, I believe it's my smarts per turn, so that's twelve in the air. All right, so you send her twelve up. She doesn't really give a shit too much. <laughs> she's twelve up. <laughs> twelve. That's up. my turn. <laughs> All right, not burning people. <laughs> I hope she can't fly. <laughs> You'll find out, I guess, won't you? <laughs> yeah, we find out. Yeah. She, well, she would have to. Have, if she's using a power, she's certainly gonna have to spend an action. Yeah, action ISP. Either way, it's a drain on resources. Yep. Uh, next is actually Masuki with our king. I stab into the center of it with my sword. Nice. That's nice. So a nine. I'm fairly certain that's a hit. Well, you're minus two because he's got uncanny reflexes. That's so really a seven, which just barely hits his parry of seven. <laughs> so you hit, but you do not hit with a raise. Let's go ahead and roll some damage for me. Assuming you're sticking with a 15. I am not going to attempt to soak, so I will let him take a second wound. Take that wound, bruh. The next is Mags with All the Queen right. of Spades. He sees uh, this uh, fireball fly up into the air. Says, damn it, no donuts today. Going in a straight line, then. da 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 I- I'm at a heads up. If you crit fail this, you're hitting Masuki. <laughs> Just letting you know. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, get out of the fucking yeah. way, Masuki. Yeah, just, um, just letting you know, if you crit fail... Get out the way! <laughs> Which might just... If you hit Masuki, she'll probably be fine, but you might destroy the Mountaineer. <laughs> and the Mountaineer is still bigger than Masuki. It's... <laughs> yeah, but her toughness is just like... She's, I'm saying she's not going to take any damage. And hitting her could actually hurt the Mountaineer. Um... See anyway, that? Is this the only action you're taking, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah. This is the only action I am taking... Alright, let's get a, a drive roll. Post piloting checks. I assume we apply the minus two to my, uh, whatchamacallit? Piloting check. But I will just negate that so it's pointless. It doesn't matter. What was the minus two for? For his uncanny reflexes? Yes, uh, yeah, this is an attack. Yes. Yeah, but I, I because of eight, yeah, you're, you're, I negate you're it. I just. Yep. Yep. So go ahead and give me your drive and roll. Drivey drive, driving. Not a crit fail, uh, but I am gonna re-roll it. I don't know. Huh. Plus two. That's only a nine. This roll will be at a plus four. With the Elan. Okay. I think you, unless you have another Benny, you want to throw at it. Stay with the nine or take the nine. G- They're both juicers. Juicers are really G- good athletics, though. So I'm gonna give one Mogan Benny. Oh yeah. There we go. 15. Fuck him up. Alright, yeah, he'll make his athletics check try to get the hell out of the way. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work. Cost me two bennies, it's better now. But... Yeah, I hope it works. I'll just make sure. Fleet footed, I don't think. Or 
Combat reflexes, I think it's just shaken and stunned, yeah. Despite what it sounds like. Uh, candy reflexes... Only applies to being hit or evasion rolls, this is not an evasion roll. Alright, juicer, is he gonna be juiced? Let's find out. Hopefully he'll uh, be juicy. I got a 7 with his wound penalty, I have to beat a 15? Yeah. Even if I spend a die of burn, the burn die doesn't explode. I do get extra damage for the race, so he might want to just try to get the knock it down to a success. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I will use a burn die because this is a physical trait, so you can do that. I'll add a d6. So you got a 9. So yeah, he's only got a 9, so you still get him. Okay. Raise. <laughs> with a race. Uh, here we go. This is Ram versus Humanoid target. Uh, wait, is his oh. toughness higher than 20? No. Okay, so then that is 38 damage. Alright. Yeah, that's definitely going to be hitting our max wound cap of 4. <laughs> blow, 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 blow. Uh, so let's see. If I soak, I have to soak 4 wounds. Wow. I don't think I can do it. Oh, actually, I think the damage is higher than that. That is my bad. I, it doesn't matter. It's already at maxed out. I just need to check this for the next time. Uh, because I, I have that. Uh, I have I'm going to roll the, t the, the 2d6 to see if I get a hot streak to see if I can damage you in return. I don't think it's going to mm. happen, but... Well, I get another d6. I get another d6. Uh, so that's 12, 20. I got 25 damage to the Mountaineer. But the Batneer's mega damage and he is not, so I don't know why I wasted our time doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I want to spend my last Benny for him to attempt to soak four wounds and fail. How do you kill him? Uh, I can run him over with a Mountaineer. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I was trying to... Justin, I was teeing up for you to say you yeah. juice him. <laughs> but, no. but you didn't take Mag, it, so you know what? You don't. Mag slams <laughs> on the gas, drives by, hollers at Masuki to get out the way, and then like as he passes her, slow, slow motion kicks in. Mag sticks his thumb out the window with a big thumbs up to Masuki, says... <laughs> We got this. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, the light coming through the windshield is shining on his face. And suddenly he's covered in red. As this blood filters the light into a red light. Thank Welcome you, Welcome to Justin. the red light district. <laughs> For all of that, which I had to force you to do, take a Benny, sir. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'll never get a chance to use this internal nano healing because I got cocky. <laughs> but but I, if it, I like the way you killed him. All right, next is our jacks. The jack of spades is our burster, and she beats the jack of hearts, so she will get to go first. All right, let's take a look at her options because the fight is essentially going to be over. So can I take one of you assholes with me? I think there is an opposed role. If she there doesn't is. Be lying. I'm just before I even get to that, I want to see what I'm planning okay. her turn. I don't know that I want to plummet to the earth with her just yet, because we've ruled the earth as a mega damage weapon, it could hurt her. I'm in... Spoiler alert, she has telekinesis of her own, so I was thinking about lifting your ass up, too. <laughs> but I feel like it might be smarter just to annihilate Charlie with a goddamn burst of flame. Oh god. 
I feel she's only 12 squares up, so yeah. she's still he's still well within her range. I think from her vantage point, though, she just saw her juicer possibly lover, possibly accountant, possibly friend. We don't know their relationship is what I'm getting at. <laughs> but she saw him become a smear on the farmland, and she realizes she's probably about to die, or she's not going to be able to escape this quite so easy. So she's going to take two actions, and I'm just going to go ape shit with her ISP. Fuck. You cost their their group one of their big guns, they're taking out two of yours. So one on Charlie, one on Masuki. I'm going to be launching two. In, oh, that's the juicer. I can just go ahead and get rid of his character sheet, can't I? <laughs> She's going to do two improved flame bolts at four ISP each. That'll be eight of her remaining... Yeah, if I want to. She's got I think two power points beyond that. So she can only afford to get a plus two on one of these rolls. I think because of her banter with Charlie, she's gonna spend her last two ISP to try to get a plus one to her Cyanix roll versus Charlie. Uh, so that will result in her having a net minus one to this roll, because she's got a minus two multi-action penalty. Jason, I think Peter's going to come after us if you try to kill a dog in every episode. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, to be fair, most dogs don't go around scanning people's brains and murdering them. But they all go to heaven. So it really That's true. <laughs> all right, so Charlie, the Sonics roll attack versus you at a minus one, which will be an eight, which will be a hit and a raise. So, Improved Flame Blast does 5d8. Uh, actually, does 68 on a raise, so let me just quickly modify that. Ow. Change that 5 to a 6. Ow. And this is Mega Damage Fire, so unless you have something specific to ward off fire, you're going to be taking the brunt. Oh. I don't think I need to reroll the 47. Uh. What is... Uh, it? doesn't have any AP, so you get your full toughness, which I think none of yours is, not much of yours is armor. What is your toughness, sir? 19. Uh, so he beat you by 28, or she beat you by 28, so you have full four wounds coming at you. Fuck. All right, well, I would suggest spending a Benny, because you need to soak at least one of these not yes. to instantly die. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Justin, for, um... You're welcome. This is why I did it. 10. You will soak two wounds, assuming you want to stay with that. That's great. I'm assuming you... All right, yes. so you... Beautiful. The hottest flames you've ever felt in your life, Charlie, engulf you completely. Uh, Clark, behind you, his armor starts to, like, almost warp a little bit from the heat, and everybody gasps as they think Charlie is just gone. As the flames clear, there is a badly burned, very pain-filled, poor, sad little pup who's still clinging to life and probably quite angry. I am the hot dog! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and for that, you can get a Benny as well, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of twists a bit in the air, like, with taking the momentary lapse in your concentration to just kind of get a better... Uh, I forgot to actually unshake her, so I will either have to make this roll successfully or it will cost me my remaining Benny. So let me go ahead and just roll to see if she could have unshook. 
She would have unshaked, so she's yeah. fine. I, don't, I, I have a Benny left to try to nuke Tess. Alright. So with her other hand, an equally large column of flame comes shooting at the Glitter Girl. Uh, this is at the full minus two, because she cannot afford... She had no only one ISP point left after that attack on Charlie, so she cannot afford the bonus. So this is a psionic attack at a minus two for the multi-action against Tess. Uh, that will be a four... I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to use my Benny to possibly re-roll the damage. <laughs> uh, so that will hit the Glitter Girl. Let me quickly fix the macro to put it back down to the 5d8 since it's not a hit with a raise. And you have no special protections against heat or anything like that. This isn't the laser. You just have your normal... This has no AP, so your full toughness applies. I got a 22. I'm going to spend the last Benny. Attempt to re-roll. 37. I think I can at least... Your toughness is 39? Then, yes. Uh, all sorts of warnings and heat sensors go off, and that little sensor that Mag's attached is fucking toast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's As not you, cold anymore. No. And for a second, like, you're you're watching that gauge, it's like the hull integrity is like, it really close, it's turning yellow, orange, or maybe that's just the light of this fire enveloping you, and like, you're starting to sweat, but when the flames die, you are untouched, unmolested, and standing strong. Yeah, and she's not going to struggle. She's fine being up here because she doesn't necessarily want to hit the ground and die. But she's done. And that means our... Oh, technically our bandit guy down here should have gone before her with his ace, but... I think he's just going to attempt to run away from Higgs. <laughs> Higgs gets a swing. Yeah, he... <laughs> Go Higgs. Get over. Higgs says, no, don't run away. Have try, have try out Pyramid. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and roll his run die just to see. It. I'll probably roll a one. <coughs> hey, uh, he his, hits him. Yeah, his parry is a five, so he does hit. Hit. So the guy, like, you know, says, fuck this, turns around to run, and Higgs says, no, Pyramid's testing. And he's actually just trying to hit his pyramids together like he was doing when he was ran up. But, you know, he kind of, like, stumbles forward as he does so, and just smashes this guy between two Vibro Pyramids. Nice. Uh, it is the Bastards go. I'll tell you what, the the Burster is essentially at your mercy. There's no point in continuing to play it out. You can choose to kill her if one of you wants to narrate how you do that, or you can attempt to parlay with her. Maggie's going to, a, to you call for a prisoner. Mags, I'm very upset with this woman. I don't know how we can contain her or talk to her. Uh, but anybody who's actually got or wants to can make an occult roll. I don't think I have a cult anymore. You can always okay. do it untrained. I mean, it's... Yeah. I will make it. Alright, then... Boink. Uh... Yeah. None of you... Despite Charlie being a, a, a psychic, he doesn't know too much about bursters. But you've you've survived as around you. You all did great. I mean, your two two of your more dangerous combatants actually got a little close to the edge here, but the squad performed incredibly efficiently. Mags just mowing people down with his car. Yes. But as the echo of that last boom shot kind of fades, the Cochrane Farmstead burns to the ground in front of you. Boss, God damn it. 
I think it's safest if I either kill her or give her a change of priorities. <sighs> I can help her be a good person. Um, if Sometimes you can't be contained in any other way, then go ahead. Uh, we can also question some of these uh, bandits here if we need Charlie, to. Charlie, do you really want to be spending your last ISP on that right now? Me? Well, I can you, trade I don't know in how much bandits you had, for ISP, right? I have ten. You could. Okay. Uh, I'm going to lower her to the ground. I'm going to trade four bennies. I think it's five per benny, right? Yep. I'm going to trade four bennies for 20 points. Uh, I'm going to use Mind Wipe, Exalted Mind Wipe. Um, let's see. Going to uh, use Edit as well. And I'm going to wipe her mind clean and make her one of our friends. Uh, so you'll actually have to make a dramatic task for that, and we will actually kind of take care of that at the beginning of next session. That was episode 13, No Such Luck. Thank you everyone for listening to us, and thanks to Palladium and Pinnacle for making Savage Rifts the game we play. Join our Patreon to get the conversation started over in our Discord community. Or you can talk to us on social media. We are in our dreams five on Instagram at IODcasts on Twitter. Jason is MPC underscore Wrangler on Instagram. Will is Willow W I L L O H underscore the underscore Wisp on Instagram, and I am at Imitable Justin on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you want to say. We're back to our regular Big Guns content. I hope that everyone is excited for the conclusion of this fiery farm next week, or two weeks from now. I don't know why I always say next week. That's on me. But we'll see you in that dream, which is the next one, and not this one. Good night. Love you.